Welcome to the Calvary Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Episcopal Church recorded live in Memphis. The Calvary Podcast is weekly sermons, but also conversations, reflections, and provocations about the mystery of God and what it means to be human in the world in need of repair. Whether or not there are dumb questions, there are a lot of different kinds of questions. Trick questions, rhetorical questions, questions born from genuine curiosity, questions that beg more questions, multiple choice questions. There are three questions in this quick gospel encounter. The chief priests lead off with a question of credentialing, their version of who do you think you are? And Jesus responds with a question that is essentially a trap, meeting his accusers who don't seem curious at all, but rather defensive, with a question that will allow him to deflect. This back and forth is basically a game of gotcha. As such, we'd be forgiven for being entertained but not intrigued or inspired by the first part of the story, not unlike so much that fills our news feeds these days. It's the question that follows the story about the two sons that is worth our attention. A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later, changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same, and he answered, I go, sir, but he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? This is not a hard question. (laughs) Which one did the will of his father? The one who did something. It's almost a gimme instead of a gotcha. What the father is looking for is someone to do the work not someone who talks about the work. The French philosopher Voltaire suggested that we ought to judge a person by their questions rather than their answers. Some other folks did some gospel math and determined that Jesus is asked somewhere around 180 questions, but he answered fewer than 10 There's some discrepancy about the answers. Some say eight, some say three. It seems to depend on what you call an answer. You may recall that Jesus' answers were often stories that begged more questions. Beyond that slim ratio, Jesus himself asked over 300 questions of the people he encountered on the way. This calculus suggests that we might make ourselves more at home with questions, learning to sit with the gray and the complex and with the challenging. Because even a seemingly easy question like, which child did the will of his father, leads to another more difficult question. Which child are you? Which child am I? 
our willingness to let these ancient stories nudge at us, poke at us, and even interrogate us is what faithful engagement is all about. Yesterday, we gathered out in Calvary Park to bless our companion animals in honor of St. Francis Feast Day, just coming up on Wednesday, and there's more ways to celebrate that that I'll tell you about later. And as part of that liturgy, we read Mary Oliver's poem, Some Questions You Might Ask, a poem that is really a series of questions about the soul, its shape, location, and who gets to have one. This lovely poem about creatures and their inherent soulfulness often prompts me to wonder what questions I'm asking these days. If you were to judge me by my questions rather than my answers, I might come up short. Am I asking questions meant to put others on the spot and simultaneously elevate me? Am I asking questions about the simple logistics of the day and not invitations? to hear how the people around me are really doing. Grocery and calendar questions are essential. But if I'm not asking the bigger questions, then I know I'm missing out, and maybe even missing the point. I need, we need to be reminded to take time to wonder about the big things. What are some questions I might ask? If we turn that around so that the prompt is some questions Jesus might ask, we'd be met with a stream of queries. What do you want me to do for you? Do you see this woman? Who, by worrying, can add a single day to their life? What were you arguing about on the way? Why did you doubt? Who do you say that I am? Do you love me? Maybe we should be glad for the relative ease of today's which child did the right thing. Yet allowing the question to move from an ancient parable to to a question about the shape of my faith can bring me up short. On the surface, it's a question not so different from the household queries about whose turn it is to unload the dishwasher But ultimately, it's really a question asking you and me about whether or not our love and faithfulness can be seen by our actions and not just our words. Are you just talking about the vineyard work or are you out in the vineyard with dirt in your fingernails and maybe an ache in your back? In all the banter, storytelling, arguing, and examinations, Jesus offers at least two clear messages, though it's up to you whether or not they're answers or not. The first is a comfort, even a delight, with the questions. He's unafraid of asking questions that provoke and challenge and then leaving them to be held open-ended, not answered with clarity and concision. The second is that all the banter, storytelling, arguing, and examinations will finally recede to the background of the action. That is a call to action. To move our bodies out into the vineyard, into the world, to show what we believe 
as the old prayer says, not only with our lips, but with our lives. As with so many parables that Jesus tells, the question at the end of the story is more than which of the two did the will of the Father. The question that lies at the heart of the matter, even thousands of years later, is which one are we? If you're curious about Calvary Episcopal Church, we are an eclectic bunch of Christian people who don't all think the same thoughts or dress the same way or vote for the same candidates or even believe all the same things about the mystery of God and what it means to be human. But we do believe that we need each other because of our differences, not in spite of them, and that God calls us into unity, not uniformity. Subscribe to the Calvary Podcast at calvarymemphis.org podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit Calvary in person at the corner of 2nd and Adams in the heart of downtown Memphis, Tennessee.